What's going on, folks? Welcome into another episode of the Sick Podcast, Steelers Crazy. We got a holiday edition already going on here. We're all excited for the holidays coming up. Obviously, the Pittsburgh Steelers playing on Christmas Eve. You don't get that every year. I'm Mike Nicastro. That's Jordan York. JY, you always got your sick gear on. That's a nice new PGH shirt. It looks like you're in the festive mood. Does that have some Christmas lights around it? What is that? Yeah, there was a company. I, I, I don't. I'm not sure what state they're from. I just know that they're Yinzers, and they sent me uh, back to the Berg. So shout out to them. And of course, I got my sick hat on. I have yours. I'll be, I'll be sending. That's my Christmas gift this year to you. Is a sick hat from uh, from Sammy and Anello and the team. So I'll be sending that to you. But yeah, man, uh, Steelers victory over the Panthers. It seemed like a home game in uh, 50th anniversary of uh, Franco's. Uh, you know what it is. So let's get to it. The sick podcast, Steelers Crazy. Sammy, run it. Turn up your volume. Your volume. Because you're about to listen to the sick podcast. Steelers Crazy. Harris Smith Shields. Blacko Polamaro takes it home. Super Bowl 43. Pittsburgh might be bound for that thanks to number 43. The sickest Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. All right, we're going to talk Carolina Panthers recap for a little bit, and then I want to get into what Mike Tomlin said at his press conference today because there are a lot of very important bullet points. But first, let's talk about the dub. The week prior, obviously just a soul-crushing loss to the Ravens. You can't sugarcoat that. Mitch Trubisky came in, relief of Kenny Pickett, who had a concussion and played really poorly. Through those three interceptions, a lot of people put the blame on him for losing that game. I think the run defense was just as big of a factor. Anyways, Tomlin names Mitch the starter before the Panthers game, and he went in and he played pretty well, Jordan. He managed the game. He did what he needed to do to secure a victory. So it's tough for me to say anything too negative about Mitch Trubisky today. And he had a rushing touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Sneak, I mean, the, I, the old QB sneak. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think Mitch is a serviceable quarterback, uh, especially yeah. for what the Steelers paid for him. I don't think he's going to go out there and, you know, light the world on fire, but he will win you some games. The defense did enough. Yeah. Um, and I, I think the biggest thing uh, that, that I tweeted earlier in the week, too, about is that, you know, everyone's like, I, the only reason that I thought Mason Rudolph should have got the start is just because if there was one game that he was going to start this year, he's been inactive the whole year. I, you know, he, he's just handled this. Uh, we said this on previous episodes, just like a professional. Um, so kudos to uh, Mason Rudolph because he's handled this like a, uh, I guess a true gentleman, as you can say, but uh, they, they're, they're basically the same, the same QB. It's Kenny Pickett just has that it factor. And uh, I'm happy that he's going to be back against the Las Vegas Raiders and Derek Carr who uh, blocked me on Twitter I know Deontay Johnson uh, was was also chirping at me, and he had that bonehead play. Uh, he, he had 10 receptions and I think 98 yards, which it was really good to see him get that connection. But, the you know, stupid penalties like that, man. I mean, I get it that it's in the heat of the moment, but you know right from wrong. You can – they're professionals. They're adults. Um, I, I, I know I can't say I've never been a professional athlete, but I'm sure that Mike Tomlin and, uh, you know, some, some, of, the, some of the players uh, – you know, definitely chewed him out for that because if we would have lost the game, I think it would have been a bigger deal than, but we won. So it wasn't. Wait a minute. You're blocked by Derek Carr. I know you've been blocked by him for a while. 
Yeah. I'm blocked by Deontay Johnson. I found that out last week because I he went to me. He's tweet crazy. at him. So you're about to be blocked by Deontay Johnson too. I'm assuming if he's watching the sick podcast after that. Yeah, call. and it's we it, love you, Deontay. I just want yeah. to throw that out there. Yeah, it's, I mean it's, it's all. Love. That's what people do. Like I, I, you know, I comment and talk on like these these NFL uh, things online, and it's just so funny because at the end of the day. I'm only talking about their play on the field. I'm sure they're outstanding citizens uh, for the most part. Uh, so I, I just want everyone to kind of realize that, that it's our job to analyze these players on the field. So if they have a bad game, I love Kenny Pickett, but if he has a bad game, I'm going to say Kenny Pickett had a bad game. I'm sure that Kenny Pickett would say, I didn't play my best football. No, we're not talking about off the field. We're talking about their play on the field. It's our job to analyze here at the Steelers Crazy sick podcast so make sure you subscribe down there we're gonna have giveaways and 2023 is gonna be a great year let's um, go all year round we're gonna be covering your Steelers with great guests and I mean I I uh the three percent now I think it is so I think we're gonna be talking NFL draft here soon I know that's one of your favorite things but let's just shift the momentum to uh Christmas Eve uh, man, I mean, this is just really, really exciting. Uh, Franco's they're retiring his number. It's the 50th anniversary. Um, Kenny Pickett's back. It's going to be minus three degrees with a 20-degree <laughs> wind chill. If that's not Pittsburgh football, I don't know what is. Derek Carr will be crying because that's what Derek Carr does. Um, you know, I, 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 I tweeted, I think, yesterday. Derek Carr is the most overrated quarterback. If I, I went back and looked at, you know, He's a again a good quarterback. He's just he is what he is, man. He he just can't get over that hump to 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 reach uh, greatness and and make a playoff run. So to me, that's just an overrated quarterback. Derek Carr, you're going down. I tell you what, I don't completely disagree. He's got a ton of talent around him. Yeah, and the team I've should done be, nothing. It was a playoff team last year. You add Devontae Adams, the best receiver in the NFL, arguably. You add some other playmakers on the outside. Josh Jacobs is having the best season of his career at running yeah. back. Uh, you get a guy like Chandler Jones, and this is a team that's sitting in the exact same spot as the Pittsburgh Steelers at six and eight, who have a rookie quarterback and are sort of in that rebuilding phase. So before the season, I didn't think Derek Carr was overrated. I thought he was a guy on the uprise who was ascending, but now I have to completely agree with you because of what they've done this season. Right. This is a what have you done for me lately league. Yeah. Derek Carr, at the end of the day, he's six and eight. They had a pretty crazy comeback last week against the New England Patriots. Everybody's going to talk about the yeah, It's like his Super Bowl. World. He's crying on the sideline. It's regular season, bro. Relax. Yeah. And you're six and eight. The immacul immaculate Chandler Jones, whatever you want to call it, whatever yeah. happened last week. But the Raiders got a little break with the touchdown. Before that, this could be a five and nine football team heading into Pittsburgh. So I'm with you, man. It's fun. That's what I tweeted out this week. I'm happy that this is fun again. I think if both of these teams didn't have an ounce of playoff chances, maybe the interest is down a little bit. They're not going to make the playoffs either team. But mathematically speaking, they're yeah. both in. I mean, no one thought the Steelers the were going to sneak in last yeah. year. I mean, I went to bed and woke up and I'm like, wait, we're in the playoffs <laughs> and uh, I, I think we talked about shout out. We we would be doing our live show with Chris Wormley at Cafe Note. Uh, go out there tonight and hang out with Santa. I know a bunch of people we were expecting. And uh, the biggest thing is, is we just want Worm to get back healthy and yeah. uh, do his thing. So just uh, Chris Wormley, we're thinking about you 
And uh, yeah, man, get get healthy because at the end of the day, this is bigger than football, and uh, that's a tough injury. Hate to see him go down, but at least he was able to do the the uh, butt shake that shook Akershore Stadium uh, after that sack before, which I still, which I seen turned into a gif because I see people who online who aren't even Steelers fans using it. So Chris Wormley is now a national treasure thanks to the Steelers crazy JY and Michael Nicastro. So we'll, we'll take credit for that. Don't want to forget, he'll be back next week. We're not done. We got yeah. a worm show. We got a recap. Oh, wait, there's more. He'll be talking two consecutive wins for the Steelers after they go ahead and beat the Raiders this weekend. So we're excited to have him back on. He's not healthy, which is very unfortunate, but the Steelers are still pretty healthy. You mentioned it. Kenny Pickett is coming back. Terrell Edmonds is a little banged up, but it sounds like he is going to play on Sunday. Pat Fryermuth is a bit of a concern. He's got a foot injury. I uh, love the guy. He got me zero fantasy points in an important quarterfinal game this past weekend. I will not hold it against them. As all these players tweet all the time, I don't give a you-know-what about your fantasy team. So understandable, Pat. I'm worried, more worried about your health and concerned about, of course, your longevity and long-term yeah. future opposed to getting me fantasy points. And what's most important is that he's on the field and healthy for the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. Such a key cog in that offense. Kenny Pickett's security blanket. Uh, so relatively healthy, and it's also cool I mentioned the fact that they can play all their starters. Because they're still mathematically in the equation, Mike Tomlin is going to put T.J. Watt out there, even though you can consider shutting him down. Kenny Pickett's going to play, even though some might have considered shutting him down. He has two concussions. He's a rookie. That's scary. They want to keep Tomlin's 500 record. I they think. do. Uh, we they we talk put out about a, a graphic on the sick media, and people were going nuts. This is the standard. Well, I understand that this isn't what, but this is where we're at is as, as an organization right now. It's not like, what do you want to do? Let's lose out just so we, you're never going to, you're not going to talk to a professional athlete. I don't care if, if it's the Houston Texans, it, they're still playing to win. Like, it's not yeah. like we're going to, it's not, they don't go in the locker room and say, we're, t- I mean, maybe in some instances, like in Miami before, but um, you know, uh, but for the most part, I think the guys in the locker room would like to win and keep that intact. I mean, for what it's worth, I mean, it's still, I, I still think it's great just to end on a high note. Like you said, we can send uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson home uh, if he plays in that final game. And, and I think that would be a good send off and some positivity um, to beat the Browns and, and, you know, get ready for the draft and get ready for OTAs off season and uh, all that stuff. Uh, w- one thing I did want to add, because I, I've been really uh, active just in the NFL world, just, you know, talking and giving my opinion. Um, don't you find, and I want to get your take on this too, is, could you imagine if the Pittsburgh Steelers moved to like Erie? Like, so you have an historical franchise like the Raiders, okay? And you move to Las Vegas. Like, Oakland in Vegas is somewhat close, but like, could you imagine? Like, remember when they were going to sell the Penguins? Like, people were ready to burn down the town. Could you imagine? If the Roonies were like, you know what, this is too much to run a sports franchise. We're moving to Erie. Like, I just feel like to me, like your bell argument, like we're the like the Cowboys are Americans team. Like, congratulations. We 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 see where that's going. It, and uh, so I'm just like, I just kind of want to get your take, like what you think, like it's from because I still mess up and just like we call Heinz Field still in its Acroshore Stadium, but like, oh, we're playing. I still have a bedspread from when I was three years old that has Oakland. Well, they were the Los Angeles Raiders then. Yeah. Um, But it's just it's just so crazy. Like, I just kind of wanted to because I never really like thought about that because it's like their fans just like, you know, just like what? Like you just I don't get it. I think it depends on 
a few factors. I mean, so the Penguins were going to move to Kansas City. Yeah. That is so far away from the Bird. Yeah, I, mean, I, would, I wouldn't follow them. I don't know that I would have followed them either. Um, it would have been tough, at least. If they're in Erie, shit, yeah. you could you could go. Well, I was just, I, I guess that prayer. wasn't a good analogy. But you, yeah, you, maybe, you got maybe what I was saying. In, Maybe put them in like, uh, yeah. you know, Nova Scotia, so Alabama. There, there's a there Alabama. Go. They don't have a pro football team. That's somewhere that you couldn't just yeah. pick up the Alabama Steelers to watch a game. The Alabama Steelers. Naji I think Harris at this point, like I think at this point we're ingrained in being Steeler fans. So it'd be tough to detach from that yeah. because we'd still have an NFL team. You know, they'd still have a, a lot of players, Kenny Pickett, guys that are Steelers in our heart, but. I, I'm with you, man. I can't imagine being, I think of like a St. Louis Rams fan, yeah. right? Like they have to be so near and dear to your heart and then they take off and they go to Hollywood under the bright lights. Like I, yeah, I might lose a little bit of fandom there. To me, I still call the LA Chargers the San Diego Chargers. Yeah. That was I don't think they ever should have left San Diego. I, I mean, obviously their budgets were tight. They did what they had to do for the franchise. LA is so much money, man. They're swimming in it. Whoever, you know, you got Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston hanging out at your games, Kevin Hart, whoever, whoever is there. But yeah. what you don't have is Chargers fans. That kind of sucks. That yeah. stadium gets overrun by whoever's playing in there. The Steelers. That's what uh, Carolina look like. And I, I have Carolina family like in Carolina. And, and yeah. you know, you always say, well, I mean, you look and I mean, I don't know if it's like the yellow towels that are waving, but I mean, it's it's it looked like 80 percent Steeler fans to me. But I don't think that the Panthers had much fans and. Uh, it, it was crazy because when we had uh, um, our, our buddy from Wells on, um, Dean, uh, it, Dean it, Jones. It, yeah, yeah I, I honestly forgot about like the hatred for TJ Watt in Carolina because yeah. ever since Cam Newton went down. So that victory was just I think that that victory in Carolina was just really good for the Steelers and, and they're starting to click. I don't want to say Matt Canada is saving his job because they're still not like the high powered offense. They have way too much talent. You throw the ball in the vicinity of anywhere uh, George Pickens and he's making a top 10 catch. Um, it's you can, you can hate and say what you want. The dude is just literally, he's going to be a superstar. I just hope that he doesn't go down the AB route because we, we all see uh, how that happened. The killer bees in Pittsburgh, man, that could have been multiple Super Bowls um, if the egos were put aside, but you know, um, Christmas Eve, man, I, I, uh, you know, Franco Harris, I just, I, if I had to say it right now, I, I just, I just, you know, I know Derek Carr has his record against the Steelers is pretty good, and we we don't play well against the Raiders. I was I was looking at it today, um, but I just think that there's just that that's just too special of a night. Um, I'm sure Ben Roethlisberger will be there too, so um, maybe maybe he'll start calling plays at halftime if Matt Canada can uh, can uh, upkeep with uh, that. But um, yeah, man, I mean, it, in Steeler land, there is stuff. There's a lot of optimism. Like obviously, you know, it's not like we're we know it's not going to be a Super Bowl year, but we know that we can take away the the progress of Kenny Pickett. And uh, I kind of put out a rant out there earlier this week about the concussions. I think it is definitely something to worry about when you're a concussion protocol twice uh, this early in your career. I think what he's played, what, eight or nine games now. And uh, it's just it's dangerous, man. And uh, you don't want that to affect him, not, you know, on the field, but, you know, off the field. Um, so I, I definitely think it's something to worry about. But, you know, you got to go out there and 
it's football, man. You got to play the game. But I'm definitely excited that he's going to be playing. And uh, I just want to thank Mitch for, you know, doing a great job and bouncing back. You know, I kind of like that mentality about Mitch because a lot of people, you know, after that poor performance uh, coming in against the Ravens, it's it's crazy because, you know, some people would get down and they just go down that dark tunnel and come back and they just, they just don't find their mojo. But, you know, he's he's been in this position before. And, uh, yeah, man, kudos to Mitch. I'm going to call this final week the EMCF week. And that stands for Evaluate Matt Canada's Future. Because I think these last three games will determine a lot in regard to if Matt Canada will be back next season. If you put a gun to my head right now and said, well, and will Matt Canada be back next year? I would say yes. However, three games is a lot of time. You have a full complement of health on offense, it appears. Kenny Pickett's going to play. Najee Harrison, Jalen Warren are back there. Pat Fryermuth, obviously. I really like Jalen Warren. He got that touchdown. looks great. Pat has a foot injury, but if the Steelers' offense can kind of pick up where they left off pre-Ravens game, right, when you might want to give Canada a pass because Trubisky played really poorly and he was thrust into that role. But if Kenny Pickett looks good these last three games, maybe they go two and one, offense is flowing, not turning the ball over. I think Matt Canada is going to save his job. However, on the flip side, if they struggle offensively, kind of go back to that form earlier where every single blame, right, ounce of blame on social media was placed on Matt Canada that first handful of weeks, I think he could be gone because that's a taste that'll leave in your mouth, right? At the end of the season, yeah. You're kind of thinking of, all right, how did we look in that last handful of games? This is the last, yeah, you know, time we got to see the Steelers' offense, and I think in a lot of ways that's what they'll be judged on instead of the final platform at the end of the day. So the EMCF week is is coming up right here. It's a big week for Matt Canada and the Steelers. All right, it's a big week for the holidays. I'm really excited uh, because obviously the holidays fall on a weekend. It's been a long time since we had a Christmas Sunday. And Monday, it's observed, and Saturday, the Steelers play. So in honor of our guy, Chris Wormley, who does the Worm Association every week where I throw out some terms and he gives us some fun responses about how he feels about that, Jordan and I are going to play Worm Association, but I'm going to call it York Association, but we still want to run that title. All right, I'm just going to throw out some random holiday terms, and I just want to get your thoughts on these. You know, you're a holiday guy. You're wearing lights right now on on your chest. So, all right, the first thing I'm going to start with, and I want your honest thoughts. Keep it real. All right. Candy canes. So I don't like the the actual candy canes, but uh, I do like like the mint candy canes because they're always good on the go, like the ones that they give you at the restaurant. The spearmint, Uh, the green. Yeah. Yeah, Those like if fine. you go to any Italian restaurant when you're leaving, they have like the little bull and they're like, take one. I'm taking three. All right. I respect that. Tell me a little bit about what you think about Santa Claus. The, the movie? No, the guy. The Just guy. The dude. Old St. Nick. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Old St. Uh, Mick. Yeah. <laughs> Old St. Mitch. But um, yeah, um. Santa Claus, man, he, he's a great guy, man. He, he, uh, my childhood was great with him. He, he brought me everything that I wanted, and uh, now you know my daughter Aria can can uh, look up the Santa Claus and Old Saint Nick. We used to do a thing. I remember growing up uh, on Christmas Eve, we would go to church, and you would leave your uh, 
you would leave your shoes and he would fill it. Some years I got cool, but most of the years I, you know, I got some, <laughs> he left some cool uh, things in there for me. So I have no problems with old St. Nick. All right. That's respectful. I agree. He's a jolly big fellow and you yeah. leave cookies out for him. I always like telling the story of back in the day, my mom, of course, would leave some cookies and milk overnight for Santa Claus. And then I think she would sneak down and take a couple of bites in the middle of the night. And I think one time I caught her and I was like, why are you eating Santa Claus cookies right now? And then it kind of registered That's a great. few years later as to why that was going on. All right. Tell me a little bit about Christmas carols, Christmas music. Are you a Jingle Bells guy or do you go? To uh, like I can. Carry? Yeah, so I can do I love Christmas music like I literally like when I'm sick of the radio or sick of my aux cord I it just puts me in a good mood like honestly like I'm more into it like right around Thanksgiving like I just because they start playing it. Uh, so um, yeah, I, I love Christmas music caroling. I'm not it's just it's too much for me. I, I know I'm a, I'm a music guy, but uh, I, I'll let the uh, carol carols do that. Um, I think that uh <laughs> I think that Christmas music just puts me in. I, I grew up on like the California Raisins, um, Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. I love Mariah Carey, um, grew up on that. So, yeah, man, I mean, Christmas music's great. The people who say, oh, I can do it, they're, they're just, you know, they're, they're just Scrooges. I feel like a Scrooge because I'm so sick of Mariah Carey, All I Want oh, for Christmas. Man. It never <laughs> Her voice Every time is, it comes on, I just... You, maybe you it's, maybe it's just I like Mariah Carey. I just get yeah. angry. I get angry now. I'm just like, I don't uh, want to hear this. You know why? Because you're getting old. Maybe I'm trying to preserve it because I've heard it so many times that like next time I hear it, maybe next year, I want to feel like I'm um, in the Christmas spirit again. But I hear Mariah Carey and within two seconds now, I change it from the radio or Spotify, whatever it is, Alexa. Yeah. And I go ahead and get on with the next song, whatever that may be. Uh, all right, let, let me throw a kind of a nasty one at you. Tell me about the Grinch. Well, it's funny. It's so Christmas. Yeah, I, I, I like the Grinch. I love the song. I, I think it's creative. I think it's great. And it's funny. So when we were younger, uh, Shelly, my cousin David, they they had a they had a they had the big blow up of the Grinch and, uh, you know, everything. And every Christmas Eve, we would go over there and she would be baking and me and Dave would literally just w w watch the Grinch. And uh, it was like a thing that we did every year. And we were I mean, you know what it was like at Christmas. I mean, in this Christmas uh at this age now to get Steelers football that that's that's the best that's the best gift ever Steelers no football doubt. on Christmas Eve I mean no I'm, I, my favorite thing is NBA on uh Christmas Day it, it's it's like a tradition I sit and watch every single game so to have football Christmas Eve and then NBA Christmas like is a sports lover man like this is all I need you can take the gifts back just give me a just give me a 75 inch TV and sports center and ABC and we're good <laughs> to go that's a great way to end it. I feel the exact same way. I also want to shout out anybody that doesn't celebrate Christmas. If you're Hanukkah, if yeah. you're Kwanzaa, I'm sure that you're also having a great time enjoying your celebrations. I would. I got to learn how to uh, the dreidels, man. I always thought that was. Me I could never. I was messing with one today actually because we we have one set up and uh, I had to put another candle on it. But that that thing, I got to get my I got to get my spin down. Yeah, we'll need a we'll need a lesson at some point. My fiance's family, yeah, um, has has a little bit of Judaism mixed in, so we'll we'll get a lesson in there. Menorahs and I think it's eight days of Christmas or twelve days of Christmas. I sound like an idiot if I botch that. 
either way, hopefully you've already left us at this point um, here in the six. Right, right before we go, what, what, what's your what's your pick for the Steelers? I'm going to say. I don't want to do it yet. Let's wait for Thursday. We got okay. another episode. We'll have a All Raiders. Right. You're right, man. a Raiders person on. We need a little more time to think, feel out the rest of the week. That's We're just going to enjoy this victory. Thursday. Let's enjoy it. I think we might both be leaning a certain way, the way we've mm-hmm. chatted. So Thursday, we're going to hope to have somebody on. We might not. Listen, it's a pretty busy week, obviously, for a lot of people out there. If you procrastinate your holiday shopping like me, I still need to make a Target run or a mall run, probably on Friday, which is, uh, which is sad. But that's just how I operate generally. I like putting pressure on last minute. I, I thrive under the pressure. So he's at Jordan York. You're like, at, you're like the two-minute drill. Just give you two, two minutes drill. and you'll get it done. Remember Everybody what, that's what they scores. used to say he, about Ben Roethlisberger. It's weird, man. Two minutes. That's all he needs. Teams can't can't score for three and a half quarters, and then you get down to two minute drill, and they just find a way to get down to the field, get down the field, and score. It's absolutely unbelievable. The Sick Podcast Steelers yeah. Crazy. Follow us on Twitter at Sick Pod Steelers. Find us on YouTube right there. The Sick Podcast Steelers Crazy. Always bringing you heat, like Jordan said. Huge twenty twenty three coming up, but we're still focused. We got another show or two in twenty twenty two. All right, for next time, that's Jordan. I'm Mike. Peace. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Steelers Crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.